Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group at our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com. And I'm back, baby. And uh, back from West Virginia, the, the trip to West Virginia, it was fantastic. I, I am actually a huge, huge fan of West Virginia. If you've never been there, it is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, water in trees. Every, maybe that's the thing. It, it, take Arizona. We live in a desert. I mean, it's hot all the time. Water, I mean, come on. We know about the problems with water. West Virginia, the exact opposite. Uh, it's green everywhere. Trees grow out of rocks. Water comes out of rocks there. I, I've seen it with my own eyes. Uh, but but uh, my brother lives there. Uh, he's got a, a great place there. It was a good trip. Uh, was able to get away for a little bit. Uh, the only thing that was horrible was the airlines. Just absolutely terrible. Uh, and that's all I'll say about that. I, sh- I was supposed to be back on Sunday. Flights got canceled. My flight got canceled going out to West Virginia. My flight got canceled coming back from West Virginia. It was a mess. But I'm back, Jason. And I got to tell you, uh, it has been wild. Uh, again, you know, this whole year just in a wild, wild year. Uh, the, that Wall Street rally that I, you know, I told you in July, hey, get ready. Wall Street's going to rally for a little while. Uh, it's over. Uh, the Dow, uh, down big yesterday, down big again today. Gold's been, gold and silver have been on the back foot, but actually rallying today. Uh, gold's up almost 20 bucks this morning. Silver's back above $19. Crude oil. And natural gas piling it on. Uh, and again, I, I think the lows, wherever the lows and, and gas are, like today, I want to say we're r- r- some places you can get it below four dollars here in Arizona. Most places are right around four bucks. I, I think that's it. I think oil's going much higher. Well, I was gone. Saudi Arabia just said, Hey, we don't understand this paper oil price. This is ridiculous. That doesn't reflect the true fundamentals. I guess Saudi Arabia, Jason, said they were so upset about this paper price that they said, you know what, I guess we're just going to have to cut production uh, to get you guys to wake up. And all of a sudden, uh, the the oil markets have been rallying. It's almost like Joe Biden said, "Hey, uh, hey, Saudi Arabia, stop, stop cranking out oil. We want to get this production way down." So, so yeah, like apparently that fist that that fist bump didn't deliver. Uh, but uh, gold's actually rallied today on economic news here at home. Here, here's the thing: the euro and the pound falling out of bed. Listen, there's a crisis brewing. Uh, this this is it's. Ugly, ugly, ugly. Uh, China, uh, another rate cut yesterday. Bailed out. Jason, I've been talking about uh, the issue with the home builders there in China. Actually, did a bailout this morning uh, to to these home builders to give relief there in China. Uh, the 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 energy problem in Europe is absolutely insane. Even here. Uh, the, the latest now, the average American now paying essentially 50% more. 
for their power bills this year than last year. Fifty percent. You know, they talk they talk about oh well inflation well that's eight percent. Well you know what? When you take out food and energy, it's only six percent. Well, you know what? Energy prices up fifty percent. Uh never seen anything like it right now. Natural gas uh right on the precipice of ten dollars. That's just Absolutely insane. The all-time record high. Remember that that spike in oil. That one that one week spike where oil got to one fifty. Natural gas, I think, got to like thirteen dollars. Jason, I think that's going to fall. And, and natural gas, we could see twenty dollar natural gas. To give you perspective, instead of you paying fifty percent more for energy, we're talking about two and a half times more. If that's the case. Yeah, I was just looking at this little headline in the U.K. saying that there's a grassroots effort for the public to boycott energy bills. Just stop paying your energy bills. We'll, we'll make stop them. Stop paying them. Stop yep. paying them. That sure seems like uh, they're really empowering Russia over there, and uh, that's that's kind of what stop happens. Stop paying them. Yep. Yeah, it's just gonna it's just gonna condense all of this power into smaller amount of hands and and make it much more controls. This. It's uh, looking bleak, Joe, when it comes to the energy as we head fast toward all, winter. All over, all over Europe, uh, factories shutting down due to cost. Uh, places like uh, aluminum smelters, zinc smelters, uh, all of those things that come uh, in high energy areas. Massive closings announced because they can't afford the power prices. Uh, this thing's it's interesting. I, I'll tell you right now, uh, I've never seen a, a market like this ever. It it's almost boggles the mind. How did we get here? How how do places like Germany and France, the United States, I mean, all of these these nations of abundance all of a sudden are stuck with, hey, guess what? We don't have enough power to be able to operate. Jason, it's shocking. Yeah, I mean, it feels a little bit like uh, 2010 to me because back when I, I was working as a pizza delivery driver for many years, I actually bought my house and paid all my bills. Uh, my wife was a stay-at-home mom as, as me as a pizza driver, and I was very creative and smart on how I did it. But in 2010... I started moving towards a new job. I became a process server, and I was still delivering pizzas. And, Joe, it's funny because the kind of people that were showing up to be pizza drivers were not the normal people that were pizza drivers. And then I transitioned into an industry where it was serve papers on people that can't pay their credit card bills, their mortgages. It's uh, it's feeling a lot like those those days in 2010 when the, the housing crash was really getting bad, Joe. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, and uh, Joe and Jason here, uh, gold's up almost 20 here, 1752, 1753, and if you look on TV, it's like 1765, uh, that's just the difference in the contract months, uh, that's 1765, that's the December contract and silver's uh, back above uh, $19 uh, on news, economic news here at home. So the the euro's been good. Matter of fact, the euro below a dollar. There's people out there, Jason's, that are saying that the euro could drop to 75 cents. What does that mean for us? Well, it means two things. Number one, it means going to Europe would be cheap, right? A lot less expensive uh, to do that. The dollar would go farther. It actually makes inflation even worse there in Europe. Uh, and again, this is this this happy-go-lucky debt market that says 
hey, these central banks are cowards and they won't fight inflation. They're meeting in Jackson Hole, right? It's August, so all the billionaires and, and all of our central banks they get to have their little private meeting, you know, and, and they're so proud of themselves. They, they pull up all these charts and, and, and show all this data that means absolutely nothing because none of it's actually real, right? And, and they use, oh, you know, they're, 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 you know, have you ever had conversations with really smart people? I mean, really smart. It's, they're, they're, they're awkward. Right, and, and they they use a lot of big words, and and they try to explain away when they're wrong. Have you ever uh, dealt with a really smart person when they're wrong, and then they start trying to use their logic as to why they're not wrong? That's our central bank. That's exactly what they do. They don't want to admit that they're wrong, and then try to use their 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 quote unquote smart logic as to why it is that they're not wrong. Uh, but the data this morning, uh, another big shift here. Let's start, and I hate to do it, but we got to. New home sales. Down another almost 13%. Get this. New home sales now down 30% year on year. This is the lowest new home sales have been going back. Like six or seven years, we're getting awfully close to where we were during the housing crash, if you can believe it. That's how bad it is. But here's what makes it even more uh, crazy, Jason, is the amount of new homes available. The inventory of new homes is now 11 months by the way, the all-time record high, again, go back to the heart of the, we'll call it housing slash financial crisis, uh, was just over 12 months. So we're almost there. In other words, we're like one month away from being there. But here's the even crazier thing. The actual price, the median price of a new home sold. Okay, so obviously sales are way down. Normally that would mean prices are way down. Not right now, not yet. Matter of fact, prices went from about 415000 So you take the most expensive new home, the cheapest new home, you meet in the middle. That's what they call the median. Okay, the average price is actually going to be much higher than that, right? Because, you know, you get one of these new homes that's 20 million bucks, right? It, 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 it's going to drive the average up. But the median was 415. Came in at just under $440,000, uh, which just tells you, Jason, the only homes being sold are the people that uh, are, are, are well off. Well, Joe, if you uh, uh, look at the builders, they have some advantages. I, I remember when I bought my home a couple of years ago, Joe, uh, uh, the taxes that the builders pay are, is a significantly different than the taxes I have to pay. And so holding on to inventory for these some of these bigger companies is not that big of a deal. And on top of that, when the, uh, the 08 housing crash happened, Joe, it make, makes me wonder if they're getting ready for this one because what happened with the building that completely stopped – 
they ended up with with a lack of of inventory, and they they built for years to catch up as people started coming out of the so-called crash, and you had the Obama recovery so-called happening. And then, uh, well, maybe this time, Joe, they want to have a little supply there, make it a little easier to come out of this one so that they have inventory to sell. That's that's kind of what I'm seeing, Joe. I don't, I don't know about you. I, yeah, it's going to be crazy. I mean, uh, normal, what they call a healthy market, you're supposed to have a six-month supply, so we're almost double that. going to be really interesting. Uh, housing is absolutely, completely confusing. Uh, mostly because now they're saying that over thir- uh, over a third of all homes sold now, and this is new and this is existing, are being sold to become rentals. Yep. In other words, uh, this is this is a new thing. Normally, you know, back in '08, we didn't really have. You had a rental market, but not like today. Right, not like today. So, uh, well, well, it remains to be seen. The jury's out here. Uh, I actually think interest rates are going to go a lot higher than people think. I, I think that we got the, the, this, what I'll call the summer law. We had a pullback in gold. We had a pullback in silver. We had a pullback in energy. Uh, th- those pullbacks were not based on reality. Uh, they were based on wishes and hopeful thinking. I think rates are going to go a lot higher than people think, which I think is going to mean, uh, to Jason's point, home builders are going to stop building. Well, well in, uh, there's, there's past- going to be supply, but it's going to be interesting about price. We don't know. Uh, is BlackRock going to buy everything? I don't know. I've got a feeling we're going to get another crash. BlackRock's going to buy everything. And and then we're left to where we were after 08, where nobody, there's no homes for people to move into until the builders start building again, Jason. Well, and in every market, significant market crash we've had in the past, uh, there's been these big bumps in the markets, uh, averaging about 24%. You know, people don't understand this. If the market drops uh, 50%, and that's a huge market crash, but it's not done yet, it could go up 50%. Well, you, you have you only gained fifty percent back of what you lost. People don't understand this. When you have these twenty-five percent market upticks in the middle of a crashing cycle, you're not really gaining back all that position. And and so you know the average uh, gains in the middle of a of a crash, Joe, are like twenty-four percent. So sometimes you have these wild swings in the middle of the crash, and crashes aren't like an overnight thing. These happen over sometimes over years and sometimes over months. And uh, you'll have these upswings in the market. So don't think that the market's going up means that the crash has, has ended. It's just not the way it works, Joe. So, you know, yeah, typical bear market rallies. Uh, by the way, the Dow now below 33,000 and, and, and deteriorating here. Uh, the other big thing, so that started gold kind of moving higher today. It was this economic piece that really moved. Uh, the final reading for August PMI. Uh, it came in U.S. Service PMI. Uh, they were expecting, and remember, we did this on the air. It was 47. Remember, anything below 50 is contraction. They were hoping that by the, the number would come in at 49.8 because that 47, that was like a flash reading. That was an early in August reading. Now we get the later in August reading. Not only did it not go up, it actually got worse, down to 44. Uh, so the manufacturing part of, in August for the United States, flashing recession and a pretty big one. Then you have service sector. 
So these are, you know, th these are the guys. This is your heating and AC, uh, the carpet cleaner, right? The pool guy, right? Someone's doing the landscapers, right? Someone's doing something. That one, uh, which the flash was at 52, it's now down, Jason, to 51. And that one's barely above recession. And all of a sudden, uh, the euro, which was getting pummeled, kind of gained some steam here, and gold took off. Well, we've, we've been talking last year about the, the small and medium cap stocks were being destroyed last year and into this year. So once those are once you've sold those through, Joe, well, there's only one other thing you can sell. It's, it's your it's your big blue chip stocks. So you know the recession that you're talking, all those numbers, Joe, that you're, you're reading. When we go into recession, everybody needs to, to cash out, right? So it's coming, people. I, Joe, people have no idea how bad it can get now, and and I really believe that we're in another one of those phases, like we mentioned before, the '29 crash. The S and B didn't come back for 27 years. And then 68, when all these other European countries were coming back for their gold, and then uh, Nixon took us off the gold standard in 71, and the inflation came in, S&P didn't recover for 25 years. 1993 is when this S&P recovered its, its point value from 1968. I think we're heading back into one of those, Joe. I, I really believe that we're, uh, we're, we're heading for a long-term pain. Yeah, it, it's going to be a while. I, I think, to Jason's point, it, it'll be at least 10 years, maybe longer, before we see Dow 37,000 again. Uh, that's just my opinion. How This is how fast things are changing. TJ Maxx said customers have stopped. Macy's customers have stopped. How about this out of California? Tax revenue in July. And listen, the state, especially California, the tech move, right, all that stuff had led to uh, a lot of tax revenue. Tax revenue in July from June fell 12% in California. Uh, all of a sudden now California, which was bragging about having a quote-unquote budget surplus. Now remember, the reason they had budget surplus, all that COVID relief money, uh, all of a sudden, Jason, they they were $1.3 billion short in July, and it looks like it's even getting uglier as companies like Apple and Google and Netflix and Lyft are saying uh, we're laying off or there's hiring freezes, so layoffs uh, in California. And then, of course, companies' profits uh, in California now having adverse effects on budgets. And this is the start, right? This is just another sign. This is another signal, hey, if the states are generating less tax revenue, what happens? Right. Well, well they got to spend. They got to spend less money, right? I mean, Silicon Valley, Joe. I mean, they have. Uh, uh, they're very heavily dependent. Some of these tech companies on their stockholders, and, and the stock continually going up. Kind of like you know, kind of these cryptocurrencies. They need, the prices need to go up for people to keep putting money in. So we have the Nasdaq just sagging all year. Of course, that ain't going to help. Uh, bring in a lot of revenue for these tech companies. So uh, I, I think, uh, well, that you're going to see a lot of pain and suffering in California as tech companies have to trim back and be frugal suddenly, Joe. Yeah, Ford laying off another 3,000 workers at 6% of their full-time salary workforce uh, in the United States and Canada. Uh, and, Jason, I think this is, again, we've been noticing an increase in layoffs. Uh, it's continuing. Uh, and then, of course, uh, the, the big spike in natural gas prices. 
natural gas prices up 81% in just the last seven weeks, uh, taking out nearly $10 per million BTU. And, and Jason, this is going to already, people are already paying 50% more on energy prices. Uh, the winter, uh, a lot of places now saying that get ready to pay more than double. So think about this. If you're paying, uh, I don't know, 500 bucks to heat your home in the winter, get ready to pay 1000 Here in Arizona, right, the summer months, hey, you're paying 500 bucks a month uh, to cool your home. Get ready to pay a thousand, Jason. That's not going to help things out very much. That's that's that just sounds horrible. And my bills are much less. I don't know if I if I'm uh, uh, more frugal with my uh, my heating and cooling, but but even if uh, I'm paying 150 a month, uh, I don't want to go to 300. That just sounds terrible, Joe. Yeah, it, it's these are big big numbers, uh, and, and again. We're one week away. We'll see student loans repayments are supposed to start next week. That's not going to help either. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here. $20 gold, $21.25. Uh, we've got gold up almost $20 this morning. Uh, taking all of yesterday's uh, decrease away plus adding to it. Uh, and then for those that, hey, I don't have $21.25, $5 liberties at five seventy-five. So you got a, a couple of choices there. Of course, that, that is pre-1933 U.S. gold. And everybody that listens to Patriot, y'all understand. We like old gold the best because it's classified differently than all other gold. It is the only thing that the government views as a collectible. That is important. Why is it important? The only gold people were allowed to keep in 1933 was gold that the government considered collectible. That's it. Everything else had to be turned in. And then it was illegal to own gold in this country. I think about that. In the United States, it was illegal to own gold from 1933, uh, essentially into the early 1970s. So like 40 years, basically, it was actually illegal to own gold. Of course, the rich people didn't mind. They knew what the law was going to be. They just made sure all of their gold was collectible. Most of that gold that got confiscated in 1933 got melted down. Allegedly, and I say the word allegedly, only because uh, I would like I, I would like to believe it's there. Now I'm going to say this, but allegedly that's the gold in Fort Knox. Now, if you want to believe the mint, which I'd like to, I don't know that I do, but I'd like to. They didn't even melt it down very well. They didn't take the impurities out. Put it this way, the gold bars in Fort Knox can't even be sold on the Comex because they wouldn't meet the standard. Uh, they have to be refined more, take the impurities out. Uh, I think it was Moy, Mint Director Moy, who went to Fort Knox, 
said a lot of the bars you could still see like Lady Liberty's face on it and things of that nature. But that's the gold that's there. In 1986, when the U.S. decided to mint gold again, so you could get gold eagles and silver eagles, started in 1986. They said any of the pre-1933 gold that didn't get melted down is now a collectible, period. And here's the funny thing, and Jason will tell you this as well. Guess what the only gold pretty much you cannot put into a precious metals IRA. You guessed it. Pre-1933 U.S. minted gold. You can put bars in there. You can put eagles, buffaloes, Krugerrands, maple leaves, pandas. Jason, you can put anything in there. Jason had to step out really fast. Oh, there you go. Okay. Jason's dealing with some stuff. So, anyway, this is why. When people ask, hey, why do you like private gold? Why do you like pre-33 gold? That's why. I don't know what they're going to do. Uh, do I, do I, obviously, we're going to a digital currency. Obviously, we are on the hook for tens and hundreds of trillions of dollars of debt. Do I think that we're going to enter a period where we, that, that digital currency will need to be backed by gold again? A lot of people speculate. I don't know. It's very possible, right, to have credibility. Uh, why not? At this point, hey, err on the side of caution and buy the right gold. That's what we do here. $20 gold pieces, 21 25 $5 gold pieces uh, at 575 As I said before the break, the student loan, I guess, a moratorium. Think about this. We're well over two years in of people that, hey, you don't have to pay your student loan. And all this stuff just keeps racking up and racking up. At the end of the month, it's set to expire. So think about millions. And here's the problem. We're talking 40, 50 million people that have student loans. It's being brought up that the Obama White House is working on a student debt forgiveness program. Now, the way the government, just so people know, the way the government tracks student loans, they don't count it as debt. They should, obviously, but they don't. They count it like, hey, that's a net positive. Look at we're owed $2 trillion, and we're going to get it. Right, they, they're 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 making this assumption they're going to get it. So any debt forgiveness, just know, automatically ends up added to the national debt. Their latest one now is saying that they want to forgive ten thousand dollars. Now, ten thousand dollars is a lot of money uh, for most people with student loans. Not very much, right? $10,000, you probably didn't even make it through one year of college, right? You're just you know, pay just to pay for for a year of college. But anyway, ten thousand dollars forgiveness if you make one hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year or less. Here's what's wrong with our government: they're saying that this forgiveness will cost between three hundred billion 
and one trillion dollars. I'm like, really? That's as close as you could get it? Three hundred billion to one trillion. So we know this. It's going to cost us at least a trillion dollars. Here's the other thing that they they act like they're shocked by this. The people that are upset about this, they're saying that it is estimated the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania says that roughly 69 to 73% of any debt forgiveness, let's just call it what it is, okay? Three out of every four people that are going to get $10,000 forgiven rank in the top 60% of U.S. income distribution. And they're like, what? oh, my God, it's going to rich people. Believe me, you're making less than $125,000. you are not rich. And the vast majority of these people, think about their, a lot of people, their student loan debt is double and triple what they're actually making in income. It, it, it's, it's, it's a complete disaster, obviously, but this is what they want. This was all meant, remember, Alan Greenspan, oh, we've got to be more educated. We've got to be more educated. We've never been more educated. Really, what they wanted was we got to keep the undertow. we got to keep you in debt. And, oh, by the way, hey, maybe if you're lucky, we'll throw you a little bone. But guess what? You still owe all the rest. Pizza Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. to a trillion. I don't know. We're not sure. <laughs> Who's doing the math? I mean, real, that's, 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 this is, now listen, keep in mind, this is the Wharton School at Penn. One of the most prestigious business schools in the world. And they're like, oh, you know. And here's the funny part is the original plan was going to be 150000 And then, of course, if you're married, three double that, right? Apparently, if you did that, you would have gotten pretty much so much. The cost would have been like $1.5 trillion. I, I, I don't know how the math even works, but they, they decided, man, if we just go up to that 150 number, oh, that, that'd be too much. That'd be too much. To, pretty much, that'd be everybody that ever went to college and took out a loan, uh, apparently. So, uh, therefore, uh, they, they're, they're, and again, none of this has happened yet, but like I said, everyone's supposed to part, start paying on their loans. Uh, starting September the 1st. Uh, they haven't been paying on it in years, Jason. And again, we'll see if the Biden administration kicks the can down the road. But one of the reasons why we have such rampant inflation is this is why. I mean, can you imagine? There's people out there, they got to pay two, three, four, five hundred dollars $500, 1000 a month. All of a sudden, don't have to pay for that. You know what they're doing. They're out there spending it, Jason. Well, you know, math errors are kind of a commonplace in uh, in government and uh, <laughs> in life. You know, I I still remember that. Well, you know what? When they when they present the bill, it'll be three hundred billion. Right. Right. And then the Wharton School can say, "Well, you know, we said that just because you made us, but we really it's really <laughs> going to be a trillion. Don't worry. What's another trillion? You know what? We've already got thirty one. What's another one? I'll, I'll give them a new term, Joe. They can call it a, mal- a math malfunction. You know, remember what was it? Uh, Janet Jackson had the wardrobe malfunction. Maybe we should just call it a math, a math malfunction. That makes it sound nicer. 
<laughs> you know, like That's what it was. Yeah, it was a math malfunction, Joe. It, it, it's just like the inflation reduction bill. It was a math malfunction. That's all. Yo, Donald. Oh, it doesn't reduce inflation. Oh, God, I didn't know that. I thought. Oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad. I thought when we spent money out of thin air that it made inflation go down. I, I see. That's where we got confused. It was a malfunction. Yeah, it was a math malfunction. You know, Donald Rumsfeld. September 10th, 2001, came out and said, yeah, the Pentagon misplaced $2.3 trillion. We're going to figure this out. And then on 9-11, uh, nobody even talks about that. You know, there's a huge distraction. You know, Don't worry about the math malfunction. You know, it's, it's, it's commonplace now, Joe. Uh, speaking of a math malfunction, Bed Bath & Beyond, uh, they, they have been, you know, they're part of that meme craze. This is a, a totally worthless company. But, you know, with Wall Street, uh, if you get enough of your buddies together, you can create squeezes, make a lot of money, or get wiped out and lose a lot of money. Uh, they've got a little problem. Uh, they don't have any money. Apparently now they have stopped paying vendors. They have, listen to this, some idiot in 2014, and I say idiot, banker, decided to loan Bed Bath & Beyond $675 million in senior unsecured 30-year bonds. Oh, no. Yes, which means that the bonds are due in 2044. But, hey, guess what? You got a lot of interest to loan Bed Bath & Beyond money in 2014. You got 5%, 5.16% to be, to be clear. So think about when rates were zero. A 10-year note was yielding like half of a percent. Somebody's like, well, I'll take a shot here and try to get 5%. Well, a little problem. As of yesterday's close, those bonds are now trading at 15 cents on the dollar, Uh with some trades trading below that. And, uh, of course, Bed Bath & Beyond, they had a whole magnitude of debt. This is going to be a big problem. Why am I bringing it up? Okay, let's talk about it. Why am I bringing it up? Uh, who was it? One of the Regal movie. They just declared bankruptcy. Get ready for a big bankruptcy wave coming in 2023 as all of these zombie-type businesses that were able to get people to loan them money based on the premise of, hey, you can go buy your own treasuries if you like. I mean, you you could get a whole half of a percent. Maybe you got lucky, you got three quarters of a percent. Or you can loan us money, take a gamble, we'll pay you 5%. All of these loans, Jason, are going to go bad because guess what? Not only are they not paying them, they can't refinance them now either. And see, and this is something we don't hit as much, and anybody doesn't hit as much as far as the Federal Reserve's power, a central bank's power. Everyone knows about the printing. Everyone just rags on the printing. If you know, you understand how this works, and it frustrates you. You say they print, they just print it up, and they ruin the country. But but being able to control the interest rates uh, is a power that people we don't we don't talk about as much, Joe. By raising the rates and lowering the rates, you can get a, a lot of uh, companies purposely backwards in some of these these this debt they have, Joe. You know, you you hey, I'm going to buy treasuries, and that's, this is going to be a great investment for the future. And then the interest rates go the wrong way on you, and you can't dump it when you need it. No one wants it. Suddenly you are you are done. You are a debt slave, and they they they, they uh, turn the game upside down on you, and you are done. And people you know, don't realize this, Joe. People don't. And, and uh, we're going to have Joey on sometime either this week, maybe next week, uh, 
Uh, I'm going to have him touch upon it again. I think we had him on like a month and a half ago, and he was warning everybody about the bond market and uh, telling people, all of you out there with 401Ks, you check the box, you don't even know what you have, call him. At least he'll get you a position to really help save you from devastating losses. Uh, but he, he has an all-out alert on this bond market. And, and Jason, uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, I think, is just the start of what we're going to see uh, heading into 2023. Uh, so be careful of what you're doing out there. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here, gold uh, 17, well, depending on where you look, 1750, 1765, uh, silver uh, 1905 right now. Uh, we got old U.S. gold collectible, private. It's the other advantage of buying old 33, pre-1933 U.S. gold. You can buy it, you can sell it, and you can trade it in any amount and not have to give out your driver's license and Social Security numbers and not have to worry about a 1099. You're on your honor. You're on your honor when it comes to something like that. What you what you decide to tell the IRS is between you and the IRS. Uh, there is no reporting requirements. That's another huge advantage when you think about it. Uh, $20 gold today, $21.25. We got gold up almost 20 bucks today. Uh, so this is the price from yesterday. We're ignoring the price hike today. Uh, then the $5 liberties, that's the quarter ounce at $575. So we got something on, you know, uh, for those of you that can afford uh, a little more, uh, you got the 20s. For those that that's a little out of your range, you go with the $5 liberties at 800-951-0592. Jason, I think I figured out why it is that the Biden administration can't quite figure out how much student loan forgiveness is going uh, to cost the Biden administration's uh, energy secretary. They had her on Fox News on Sunday. And, and you can't make this up because they were saying, hey, you're killing the lower income. You know, energy costs are killing these people. And I'm not going to lie to you, Jennifer Granholm, she is the energy secretary as part of the Inflation Reduction Act, if you are low income, you can get your home entirely weatherized through the expansion from bipartisan, it wasn't bipartisan, infrastructure laws, a significant expansion. You don't have to pay for anything, she said. Think about that, Jason. Yes, if you want heat pumps, insulation, new windows, it's all covered. If you want modern, uh, a moderate, if you have a moderate income, you can get 30% off solar panels. That's right, Jason. Don't worry that you don't have any money. We'll give you 30% off. That'll fix it. Yeah, well, it never seems to work. What was it? I think it just happened a few days ago. The, uh, uh, I think we even had this at the website, allamericadogold.com, where you, you show the, uh, the, was it $7,500 off? If, uh, uh, if you buy an electric vehicle, and then what did Tesla do? They rose the price by eighty five hundred dollars. Tesla rose. 
Again, another price hike from Tesla today. Yep. This is just a joke. Uh, what you get are rebates uh, in this program, so you actually have to be able to pay for it first. Uh, just just absolute nonsense. And, of course, if you really don't have any money, what's 30% off going to do you? Right? Well, I don't have the uh, – hey, I don't have the 10%, the 20%, the 50%, the 70%. So uh, I guess it's not going to – but, again, uh, it sounds good, doesn't it? This is just nothing more uh, than a lot uh, – uh, again, giveaways for people that don't really need it, Jason. Agreed, Joe. That's quite, uh, quite the obvious and uh, correct observation. That's just the way it is, and uh, people just I – wish, I wish more people would wise up, listen to the station, and, and get, figure this out, Joe. Get ready. Let's get these phone lines a rocket. 